Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded wow. live. <laughs> Wow. wow. Yeah, so That's we are cool. being recorded. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining the orientation call for the Experiential Exchange Program. Um, I'm, I'm super excited for this call and for all that we're going to share. This is the first time we've started the program off with an orientation call. So um, we'll see how it goes, but already I, I can just feel it. It feels wonderful to actually share space and time with you, or at least time with you, <laughs> um, digital space with you right from the get-go. It's really wonderful. Um, I went over the technical check of TalkShoe, which is the mute and unmute with star six, and raising your hand with star eight. And I want to just take a moment to explain who is on this call right now. So I am Annie Rose newly executive director of VK Foundation and also program coordinator of the Experiential Exchange Program. We also have an amazing all-volunteer team that has been behind the scenes creating um, everything about today, basically designing this call agenda, getting ready for the program, creating surveys and templates, and really crafting from their hearts how to make a mutually enriching mentorship program. And they're amazing human beings. Like, I'm so grateful that they're with us. There's Stacy Hall. You can say hi, Stacy. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, yep, and, and there is Sean DeCelio. Might be on mute. But there's Sean. <laughs> there's Paul Wright, who's also a board member of BK Foundation. Um, and there's Jennifer Hooten. Hi, everybody. Just, yep, who joined us most recently. And Flip Brown. And uh, let's see, four of us have been participants in this program ourselves. Me, Stacey, Paul, and Flip have been. So there's a lot of, you know, experience coming into this planning, and then there's also fresh eyes from, from Sean and Jennifer. Um, and I, I think all of us have some experience with BK Foundation, but I'll just, just share a bit more about BK Foundation, which is um, – you're really in, a, in a, an amazing, pitiful, pivotal time. We just reached our two-year mark this summer, um, two years old. Of course, we've got a long lineage of community coming from the Barrett Kohler Publishers community. But we're really founded on the mission that leadership matters, how we do leadership matters. Leadership is a social justice issue, and how we're empowering young people and purpose-driven organizations to be intentional and ethical in their leadership and thinking about how they do what they do, that, that directly impacts our capacity to change the world and to make it a world that truly works for all. Um, and in this investigation, we noticed that we really need each other. So BK Foundation has become really centered around relationship. And this program, the Experiential Exchange Program, is, is really kind of the uh, – the focus point of that are relationship building, how to reweave the connection between generations so that no leader is doing this alone, so that 
uh, more experienced leaders are learning from emerging leaders who are coming of age in this technological era with all of the ambiguity and unknowns of this time and have a different relationship to that. That uh, experience and how young leaders emerging can connect to the wisdom that's already been developed, particularly around leadership tactics that work really well. Um, and so here we are in this experiential exchange program where we're matching people one-on-one -on -one together to really go deep. And the way this program started off was this idea like, oh, we'll get authors from Barrett Kohler Publishers to mentor young folks. And we started doing that, and then we realized that actually the learning was two-way and that we really needed to focus on how to make this mutual mentorship because actually top-down learning is as outdated as command and control leadership. And, and what we're trying to build is a culture where younger people, older people are really sharing mutually together, respecting each other's wisdom and gifts and taking it in deeply and also able to offer their wisdom and gifts to each other. So that's one thing that's really unique about the EE program, the Experiential Exchange Program. I might call it EE sometimes. Um, we're focused on that two-way learning. And uh, you know, it's easier said than done, so we'll all have a journey and process around that. And another thing that really makes us a unique mentoring program is that you are an active collaborator in this experiment with us, with the, with the team that's making it, with your partner especially. We really come in respecting that uh, we're all busy people with lives and complex um, issues that we're dealing with. So rather than say this is, the, this is the template for how to do this mutual mentorship, we empower you as a participant to work with your partner and make something that works for you. And then you're, you're given support to make something that, that works for you basically. And, and we do that a few ways that I'll, I'll get into a little bit later, um, but we don't leave you hanging there. We're creating a balance of the structure and openness so that you're really free to create something that actually fits into your life really effectively and therefore meets your needs more effectively. Um, there's a lot of listening. I think, you know, in terms of, you know, some of the deepest qualities that take place in this space are really the skills I see emerging as 21st century leadership skills, listening, improvisation, and a constant learning mentality. And I'll just say that again, listening, improvisation, and a constant learning mentality. These are these are the qualities that we're all coming to. And we all have okay. I'm hearing some voice in the background. Everyone says, well, make sure that they're on mute if they're uh, not me talking right now. Star six. All right. And uh, let me know also if I'm talking too fast. <laughs> I can do that sometimes. Um, and, and vulnerability, there you guys, is vulnerable. So you know, a lot of vulnerability um, in this in this process. We're learning really concrete skills together, troubleshooting leadership issues that we're facing, um, creating friendships in these partnerships. I'm I'm saying, <laughs> you know, you'll be you'll be looking at distinct issues that are going on for you in your professional and personal life, and really bringing all of yourself to your leadership and all of your leadership to yourself as well. And I think a lot of the, um, a lot of the people, you know, probably all of us on the call have some connection to that idea that leadership is more than just your professional title. Um, it's it's how you live. It's who you connect with. It's how you walk your talk every day of your life. And so these relationships that we're forming and just kicking off today and orienting to today are really kind of novel relationships in that it's 
they're, they're, you know, they're professional relationships, right? We're talking about leadership here. But we're also saying, like, we get to support each other both personally and professionally, really intimately and vulnerably, the people who have vastly different experiences than our own and welcome that in. Uh, so these are unique relationships, like, you know, focus leadership in the center and in that way call all of your life around leadership because all of your life is relevant here. All of your identity is relevant here. We're not all the same. We're not trying to all be the same. We're actually trying to really celebrate the differences and see how we can come together um, and grow and expand through that. So, um, you know, so, so let's see what else I have to say in this little introduction, and then I'm going to let other folks start sharing their voices. But um, just a little bit on, t- on the agenda of today, that was just me giving you a little bit of orientation into BK Foundation and the mission of the Experiential Exchange Program, which this is the third ever cohort of. Congratulations, third ever cohort of the Experiential Exchange Program. Um, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be pulling after this into those questions around who are you and what is your intended outcome for participating that everyone will have a chance to share on the call. Then we'll hear from Stacy and her experience as a participant and as a liaison in the past. And then we'll all have an opportunity to actually vision together what, um, what we might want to get out of participating in this program. And then I'll talk a little bit out about next steps and then we'll have some Q&A with questions and answers. And two pieces that are probably helpful for you to know um, just going into this is, for one, just to know what a liaison is. Um, a liaison is the person who's basically your point person that you'll be getting. You'll get matched with another participant who will be your partner. You'll also get matched with a liaison. And that person basically is just your point person back to the foundation. And they'll just be checking in with you and, and they're as as you see needed, if you see needed, basically, um, and that will be those will be members of our team, and uh, and this whole call will result in you receiving a survey, which is our matching survey, and that will help capture some of the more some more details about what you're looking for, so that we can match you with the right partner. And some folks are on this call already with a partner, and that's fine. We'll still ask you to fill out the matching survey just so that it, it will help you clarify things to share with your partner and help you make a better connection or, you know, just support your connection. But, um, you know, it's fine if you already have a partner. But for folks who don't have a partner especially, these are questions that help us get you with somebody that's really going to make both, both best use of the wisdom that you have and help you grow in your wisdom in the, in the best way. So that's it. That's that is uh, that's the introduction period from me. And with that, I turn it over to Flip. Yes, um, Andy Rose. Thank you. I wonder if you could do a roll call so we can get the, the final count of who's on the phone with us right now. What a good idea! All right. Great, that's who's on the call. Also, I should say, we have awesome people on the call. You don't only get to see this list yet. I'll share it with you after the call so everyone will get to see who's participating in this program. But um, we are extremely lucky. It's, it's fantastic. So is Anne on the call? Yes. Okay, Anne is on the call. We have John. John uh, Tador. Yeah, Annie yeah. Rose, would you say last names? Yeah, yes, I will. So Anne Machanga, um, John Cador. Yes. Okay. Julie O'Mara. Hello. 
Stacy Hall. I'm here. <laughs> Flip Brown. Still here. Chris Schaefer. I'm here. Rains Cohen. We'll come back to Rains. Kathy Royal. I'm here. Who is also an organizer for our October Leadership Exchange. Jennifer. Hi, this is Jen. Jen, okay. Um, Paul Wright. Yes, I'm here. Tim Clark. Here. Shirley Huey. Guy Sairon. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Alan Pittsburgh. Okay, Jonathan Fong. Yep, hello. Michael Hio. We heard from you earlier. Hmm. All right. Oh, present. I think I did okay. it. Can yeah. You hear me? All right. Yeah, cool. Kelly Stenoff. Not hearing Kelly. Oh, is that Kelly? Yes. Yes, I'm on mute for a second. Amy Lamb. Hey, everyone. Red Ann. Yes. Here. You mean me? <laughs> Sam Clayton. Oh. Sam. Um. I am here, and Sean Casolio. Yep, come on. And uh, Aaron. Uh, uh, did did I miss Aaron Soto Carlin? Aaron um, is just emailed me saying he's not going to be able to make the call. He's going to have to receive a okay. recording. Okay. So I'll say the names of folks that are not on the call um, who have already let us know that, and uh, we'll be receiving a. Uh, a recording that's Steve Crisanti, Stuart Levine, Matt Jones, and Aaron Soto Carlin. And I've got a uh, little blurbs from most of them that we'll be sharing on the call. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Annie Rose. Um, so, in this next section, uh, we are going to be given an opportunity to practice both clarity and brevity because we're going to try to hear from uh, people in 17 minutes. And I don't know about you, but when somebody says, hey, Flip, you got a minute to tell us about yourself, I'm a very poor self-timer in that situation. So um, I'm going to facilitate this pretty tightly. I will um, go through the list, and I'll ask you to speak, and then I'll say who's, on, who's going to be next so they can prepare. And uh, you basically get 45 seconds, which I will time. You can time if you want to. And there's one or two sentences for... Who are you and what is your intended outcome for participating? When you have 10 seconds left, I'll just say, I'll blurt out 10, and then I'll go 3, 2, 1 at the end, and I would invite you to stop mid-syllable when you (laughs) run uh, out, because otherwise, you know what happens, we will all try to finish our thoughts, and we will run uh, many minutes behind. That's just the way we are as human beings. 
Anne uh, Matranga, you'll be first and John Cater second. So go, Anne. Um, well, um, yeah, my name is Anne Matranga, and for many a long year, I guess anyway, about 15 years, I was a, a, have been a manuscript reviewer for Barrett Kohler and have been involved in various ways with that publisher and their mission. I have, over a period of time, I used to be a director of development for nonprofit organizations. Now I have been working as a developmental editor for authors of nonfiction and memoir, so that's been become uh, at least part of my focus. I'm also the grandmother of three, one a young adult and two younger. And, and, yes. And, oh, do I have that? Okay. And I uh, <laughs> certainly hope to contribute to the younger generation and to bring some uh, through the Barrett. I'm interested in the Barrett Kohler Foundation's ability to reach younger people. I'm also interested in work that I've discovered that's going on concurrently in Oakland with black leadership for black men working with uh, younger men, uh, led by a friend of mine. And so I'm hoping to bring that together with a, a racial justice theme. Thank you. That was a minute and 15 seconds, so I kind of didn't want to be really harsh with Anne, but you see how hard this is. So uh, it's oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, that's okay. It's one or two sentences in terms of who you are and one or two sentences um, in terms of what you want to get out of this. And we all have many more sentences we'd like to contribute. So John will go next and then Julie after that. Ready, John? Go. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. I'm John Cador. I'm a full-time business author. I'm also the president of the Barry Kohler Author Cooperative. Um, my outcome here is simply to be paired with um, another leader with whom we can mutually learn something important. That's it for me, Flip. Wow. Excellent, John. All right. Julie will next. Stacey after that. Ready, Julie? Take away. Hi, this is Julie O'Mara. And my uh, main uh, field in the area I work in is uh, diversity and inclusion. I also do some work in organization development and leadership. I've uh, written several books. I'm a consultant. Uh, I'm also serving on the Barrett Kohler Board of Directors. And um, I was an original supporter of the foundation and very happy to see it uh, progressing. Um, my... Um, uh, my involvement on the uh, call today is really as an observer. I'm uh, not actually pr participating in the program per se. Thank you. Julie, uh, Stacy, you're next, followed by me. Take it away, Stacy. Hi, this is Stacy Hall. <clears throat> I am a Barrett Kohler author. I'm also serving as a liaison on the BK Foundation Board. And I'm also involved with BK's Marketing Co-op Board. And I save the lives of successful people who are stressed to the snapping point. I'm here to be a liaison and a participant in an exchange to further the achievement of my goals of saving the lives of successful people who are stressed to the snapping point. Great. Thank you, Stacey. I'll go next and then Chris to follow. Um, I have a background as a furniture maker, an executive in the ski industry, a psychologist, a organic vegetable gardener, and a rock and roll musician. 
Um, I'm the author of Mal's Effectiveness at Work, How to Enjoy the Fruits of Your Labor Without Driving Yourself Nuts. And I help good people in great organizations experience uh, better business results and more meaning and fulfillment. And um, what I hope to get out of this is to expand my uh, tribal membership here in all things BK and both receive and provide value. Thank you. Chris is next, followed by Kathy. You mean Chris Schaefer? Yes, I'm sorry, Chris Schaefer. Oh, hi, okay. Um, I've been an organization development and training consultant for over 35 years. Um, and I choose a lifestyle that uh, puts me into intergenerational. What, what's happening? What's happening? I I think oh. I might have just pressed something that messed something up. I don't know why. I haven't yeah. pressed a thing, but <laughs> so I I don't know where I should start. We'll give you a do over, Kathy. Go ahead. Okay, so um, so let's see. Um, I'm an organization development and training consultant, and I've done that for over 35 years. Um, I've made a choice about living my life with intergenerational um, and diverse issues um, by literally choosing to live in the midst of the only neighborhood area that is totally surrounded by a university, which is the University of San Francisco. And I also belong to the East Bay Meditation Center, which is a, um, uh, it's a Buddhist center that is really not only about inclusion and diversity, but also about social change. Um, mindfulness has really informed my life as a way of practicing. And I think for me, my outcome would be to literally to grow in that wisdom, to increase my listening and my truly my value that working with younger generation is a two-way street. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer's next, followed by Paul. Go ahead, Jennifer. No, I was Kathy. I thought I was supposed to go. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. My mistake. Sorry, <laughs> Kathy. Go ahead. Thank you. My name is Kathy Royal, and I live in the Maryland uh, area. I live in gorgeous Prince George's County. I am a semi-retired organization development professional. I'm a member emeritus of NTL Institute, and I'm also part of the ODN Network. I am an author. I sit on the Organization Development uh, Practitioner Editorial Review Board, and I created a theoretical behavior program called Quadrant Behavior Theory that addresses social justice and the behaviors that each and every one of us must engage in to really create a world that works for all. I call myself living on the edge. That is the uh, soundscape to my life. And to to speak to that, I am a practitioner of traditional African uh, spirituality for the last 30 years. I'm a daughter of the ocean, daughter of Yemen. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Sorry, Sorry I missed you, but good to hear your voice. Uh, so Jennifer is next, followed by Paul. Hi, everybody. Um, 
If you want to know me, you need to know a few things. Um, one is that I am um, a huge lover of plants and trees and all things that grow. Um, I also love to quilt. Um, and both of those things are important metaphors for me as I think about how I resource my own growth and support and resource the growth of others. And that is um, absolutely my interest in being part of this exchange. I'll be a liaison and um, not participating this time because of numbers, but my background um, quickly is in higher education. Most um, for the last 15 years or so, I'm now an organizational um, development consultant with um, a heavy emphasis on mindfulness and compassion and how that actually informs and deepens leadership. Um, so thrilled seconds. to be here. Thrilled to be here and can't wait to uh, get to know you all. Great. Thanks, Jennifer. Paul's next, followed by Kim. Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Paul Wright. Um, I am a uh, Barrett Color Foundation board member, uh, freelance writer, uh, former lawyer, and I'd like to emphasize the word former. Um, <laughs> I also have for uh, many years been a regular teacher um, of university students um, in China. Um, but in addition to that, I guess I would like to uh, describe myself as a curious seeker and lover of paradox. It pretty much informs everything I do. Um, my hope here today is to deepen my awareness of how to be an effective um, experiential exchange partner. Um, and, um, and by the way, to give a shout out to my own experiential exchange partner of 14 months now, Guy Ferran, who is on this call and I have to say has become a remarkable mentor for me. And finally, I hope this call can give a really strong push to um, establishing uh, um, an emerging experiential exchange community. Thank, Thank you, you, Paul. Uh, Kim is next, followed by Guy. Go ahead, Kim. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kim Clark. I am a practicing lawyer, educator, and social justice activist. The outcome that I am seeking by participating is to enhance my leadership skills by intentionally paying more attention to leadership and also the practice of it during this exchange period. Over and out. Thank you, Kim. Key, followed by Jonathan. Hi, everyone. I'm Guy. I'm uh, currently a student at Cal, and uh, I'm a writer. Um, spending more and more time developing my craft and uh, just coming into my own as a writer. Um, and uh, let's see. I uh, yeah. I guess my intention for this uh, exchange is uh, to deepen my uh, my exchange and my relationship with my current uh, uh, co-mentor. I guess you can call it uh, Paul Wright. I appreciate your shout out. And uh, yeah, it's been a really really rich experience so far. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this program can further enrich uh, our connection and uh, how to be part of a community of experiential exchanges. Um, yeah. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, Guy. Jonathan's next, followed by Michael. Hi, everyone. My name is Jonathan Fong. I'm a photographer and a video producer. And I do that with a slant toward trying to support the causes I believe in, environmentalism, and um, also a racial equality. And with this experiential exchange, I want to kind of have the support to do that sustainably, both on the side of leadership, um, supporting other leaders, and also being a supportive leader myself, and then also sustainably 
to the social entrepreneurship. I know that there's a lot of um, great, smart um, authors and business people and great people in general and to learn and to grow from what everyone knows there. Cool. Thanks, Michael. Kelly followed by Amy. Hello, Kelly. Um, I feel like I should just say something. <laughs> Wait, um, never mind. Okay. Um, Kelly? So I'm Kelly Senha. And um, can everyone hear me? Um, I, uh, I am a nonprofit program Annie Rose, if I'm interrupting. Annie Rose, can you mute all the lines except for the person who's talking because we've got a lot of background noise now. Um, let me see if I can mute all and unmute one, but if everyone can just star six. Yeah, I don't know which one. Um, yeah, that's Okay, Kelly, I think it's just you now. I think that's actually noisy in your background, possibly. Kelly, is that you? Yes, I'm here. Um, okay. Okay, uh, so I'm Kelly Sunhoff, and I am, I, my career has been based in East, um, East Africa mostly. I'm a nonprofit program management specialist, and I worked in evaluation um, for, for five years in East Africa. I was a peace for volunteer as well, not in the Big East, but in the area. Um, I'm sitting very loudly and slowly. Oh. Okay. Uh, can I repeat what I just said? I think there's one one or two words, and we'll, and we'll move along. Okay. And what I'm hoping to get out of this is that I'm, I'm looking for some supporting guidance for me um, every stage of my life. Um, and um, I'm also interested in, um, in giving my own perspective. Um, I'm right, sorry, it wasn't easy to hear you, so we'll have to learn more from you later. <laughs> Okay, uh, Amy's next followed by Brett Ann. Hi, um, I'm interested in people's connection with spirit. Can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. With the planet, individually with the self and with the community, I care about weaving generations, transformation, and healing community and self on multiple levels. I'm a millennial, an outdoor adventure guide, a group facilitator, and a community health worker. I aim to join or co-found a program that combines outdoor recreation, multi-generational gatherings, land-based knowledge, artistic collaboration, and advanced connection practices to form a culture that hopefully supports all life and fosters joyful community. The outcome that I'm hoping for is to help grounding with finances because um, I don't have very much of that training and also to learn how to streamline working with other generations, especially baby boomers, in high stakes like work environments. How to streamline working with other generations, especially baby boomers in high stakes, like work. Cool. Hi, Amy. I think I was skipped over. Who's this? This is Amy. Amy. 
Yeah, that should have been you. <laughs> can I can I start in now? Yeah, yeah. Please do. Sorry about that. Yeah, okay. Hi everyone, my name is Amy Lamb. Um I'm currently working at Hispanics and Philanthropy right now and most of my background is in leadership program development and community engagement. I'm I'm most passionate about building learning experiences, whether it's for um adult individuals or young young leaders, and also building resiliency in communities and individuals. Um I work at a Spanish philanthropy because I really love um, the language of Spanish and also the Latin American culture. And my hope for this exchange is to build an ongoing, meaningful relationship with an experienced leader, um, to bounce back ideas and also discover other leadership slash um, life habit styles and kind of gain insight on ways to deepen my impact in my work. And I, I really look forward to this. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we have just Annie Rose and John left. Here we also have um, Rains Cohen actually is on the call, and I have really short blurbs from some of the folks who aren't here. Rains Cohen actually is on the call, and I have really short blurbs from some of the folks who aren't here. Hi, it's Rains, and I'm a co-housing coach and community organizer here in Berkeley. Uh, very much looking forward to uh, participating and sharing and learning through mentoring. Um, I'm Annie Rose. I'll be participating as a liaison in this program. And I'm, my background is in, in, is in farming and community organizing and permaculture work and working a lot with youth in experiential outdoor learning and arts environments, and always with leadership at the core of that. I uh, I can't not mention the the socialist summer camp I grew up going to, in which uh, it was a youth-led movement, and we all worked together, eight-year-olds and thirty-year-olds, to make this thing happen. So leadership for me has always been a way of life and a way of claiming agency in the world. Uh, and I'm really interested in how to create a culture where that is not an individual self-realization process, but one that we really do together in relationship. And I'm particularly interested in the messy, paradoxical places where we do and do not uh, meet up and the kind of magic that happens when we have patience with that, with that space. Me. Great, thanks. Sean? Hi, everyone. Sean Rosselio. I'm a faculty member in teacher education in San Jose, California. I enjoy uh, helping prospective and practicing teachers to bring their identity and integrity into their personal and professional lives. Very excited to be a new member of the Experiential Exchange, the design team. Hope to make this a rewarding experience for all involved, and in particular, uh, those who all serve as, serve as a liaison. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone. And uh, since we are a little behind time, Rose, do you want to maybe circulate those other things via email, or do you want to take the time now? Um, I can circulate them during email, over email. I'll do that when we set up the survey. It's a great idea. Okay. Uh, one last editorial comment before I sign off. If you were one of those who I had to say 10 seconds to, it's just a great exercise with your partner to practice these things of one or two minutes of that self-awareness of how long we talk, because it's a uh -huh. really valuable tool. In an, in an exchange. So thank you all. I learned a lot. And um, now we'll turn it over to Stacey.
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Annie Rose, it might be possible to mute everyone except for me so that I can share and everybody has the ability to hear clearly. If you would, I'd appreciate that. Okay. Hi, everyone. So I've had the blessing of being able to be on both sides of the experiential exchange experience or experiment as we like to call it uh, during the last quarter. And I'm here to offer to you some insights about what's involved in being an exchange partner, also how to access and utilize your liaison partner fully once you are assigned a liaison partner, and then I'm also going to support you in envisioning how to start preparing for your matchup in your partnership, in which Annie Rose will share more about that with you. So I had the opportunity to be a liaison to two groups during the last quarter. So we'll start with my experiences. What does a liaison do? How does a liaison support a partnership? In one particular case, the partnership was leery of having a liaison. They, they felt that it was an intrusive experience, not about me being intrusive, but the whole concept of having a liaison, very intrusive into what they were creating. And so I'm going to ask you all that if you feel like a liaison would be an intrusion into your life, Please let that go now. The role of the EE liaison is to help stimulate the co-creation of your partnership, of your exchange, to clarify any questions you might have about the materials that are going to be sent to you to use as guidelines for creating your exchange, helping you to remember that what we're doing is not set in stone. It is an experiment. As an individual, you're participating in the experiment created by the foundation. As a partner, you're participating in the experiment co-created between you and your partner. And sometimes, as much fun as it is to experiment and play, there can also be confusion that gets created there. So the role of your liaison is simply to help answer questions. And for those of you who want to know if you're doing it right, to let you know you're doing it right. <laughs> the role of an exchange participant is to be very clear first with yourself, about what you intend to receive from your partnership. So in my partnership, I was really clear what I wanted to receive. In fact, personally, this is the role that I perform for my clients in life, is to help them get clear about what they desire. So I have a lot of tools for doing that for myself. My exchange partner, however, 
was not clear. Wasn't clear about why they signed up. Wasn't clear about the goals they had for themselves. As a result, couldn't be clear with me about what I could do to be of support to them. Because a partner can offer direct suggestions. They can offer introductions. They can offer ideas and inspiration. But it's our role as the partner to the partner to make those powerful requests to move us forward in whatever it is we're coming to the exchange for. So I want to be clear that whatever you're coming for is going to be perfect. That's the experiment. That's the exercise. There is no one great goal to come to this partnership with. Whatever you want is what you want. In the case of my partnership, I got clear about who would be a perfect partner for me. I went into it saying, okay, I can flow with anything. And what I realized is, you know, I really want a partner who's got a clarity about what they want out of it. doesn't matter what it is. That's something more that I learned. That was huge to get out of my exchange to find out I'm really not as flexible as I thought I was. And that's okay. Because this time, going in as a partner, I'm going to be much more clear when I let the team know what I'd like to have as a perfect match for me. So I'm going to encourage you to not go into the place of it doesn't matter to me, everything's fine, I'll work with everything or anything that comes to me. Be very proactive in what you desire, including how often you want to have conversations with your partner. If you only want a check-in once a month because you're pretty self-directed, and you just want to have somebody you check in with and run some ideas off once a month, great. But if you're somebody who would really enjoy having a true friendship, a developing friendship that will last through the years, and you want to engage more often, then be clear about that so that we can match you with somebody who also wants that level of communication, that level of relationship. So I hope this has offered you a few ways to be thinking about your participation as a partner and your participation with your liaison. And what I'd like to do now is take everybody into a visioning experience so that you can envision what your partnership will be what your exchange will be. So if everybody would put your feet flat on the floor, or if you're sitting cross-legged, let your tailbone connect to the earth and feel the magnetic energy of the earth connecting with your own energy. Bring your focus to the top of your head and feel that electrical energy from above pulling you up 
out of your seat while your feet keep you grounded to the earth. And feel how there's more space and movement between each vertebrae of your spine. Feel how your shoulder blades come together a little closer at the back of your body. Feel your heart lifting and opening a little more. And take three deep breaths. As you close your eyes, you imagine being in a relationship with another person who will be your exchange partner. Consider, do you prefer to partner with a participant who's older than you, younger than you? Or it could go either way. Consider any and all expectations you're bringing into the EE program. All expectations are perfectly wonderful. And identify now what expectations you're bringing. What do you expect will be waiting for you inside of your exchange? If you've ever participated in an exchange or a mastermind or a mentoring experience before, consider what you really liked about those experiences. Recall what worked for you. Recall the successes you had through those experiences. Now, if you have had past experiences, participating with others in a mastermind, a mentoring experience, accountability, partnership, whatever it was. Now consider what you would have wanted to happen instead. Not every experience is perfect. Most are not. So identify what did not actually work what you would choose to not repeat again, and then what would be the solution to that? What would you rather have instead? 
consider your communication style. Do you tend towards making last-minute plans? Are you more comfortable with advance notice? Consider the communication style that you're most comfortable with that you would want your partner to demonstrate as well. Consider your personal passions and what passions you would want your partner to also enjoy. Consider your hobbies, your volunteer commitments, your core values, your purpose in life. And now, I'm going to offer to you some areas of exploration that might be of interest to you during your exchange. Feel free to write any and all of these down to consider for later. Environment and ecology. Social justice, higher education, the arts, health care, Economics, organizational design and systems change, community building, diversity and inclusion, What is leadership? Dialogue facilitation? Writing and publishing? Immigrant rights and issues? Emotional intelligence, 
mindfulness. Self-marketing and or social media marketing. Fundraising and grant writing. Sustainability. Networking. Minority rights. Board management, like as in serving on a board, and mindfulness. A few suggestions as areas of exploration you can take into your exchange or which may inform your choice of an exchange partner. Take a moment now to capture the most important thoughts and visions you received during this experience. We'll give you a minute to do that. And with that, I'm going to say thank you. Come on back. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Let's come back into present time. And Annie Rose is going to facilitate the conversation about where we go next. Thanks, Annie Rose. Thank you so much, Stacey. That was beautiful. Thank you. Well, now to ground it in timeline and what does this program look like? What are we fitting these visions into? Um, if you you all should have um, the fall 2015 program timeline. This is a pretty open timeline, but you'll see here we are at the very beginning with our orientation call. And this is this program lasts about three months up until our January leadership exchange. And we close our program at the end of December. When we say we close the program, that doesn't mean that your relationships close it. That just means that we're going to start gearing up for our next cohort. And so your liaison will be bidding you adieu, and you'll be um, able to decide whether you want to continue on with your with your partner or if you would like to start a new partnership with somebody else in the next cohort of experiential exchanges or if you want to take a break from the exchange program. Whatever you choose is absolutely fine. And some partnerships are meant to last for three months, and that's exactly how long they're meant to last. And some partnerships are meant to last for three decades, and that's exactly how long they're supposed to match. And um, 
you know, as a foundation, we're not going to tell you which one you fit into. So we'll be closing at the end of December with a formal holding of the program. The next thing that's coming up uh, right after this call, actually, is that everyone is going to be getting a survey, a matching survey. You'll notice that the visualization process that Stacey just took you through directly prepares you for that survey. So you'll have an opportunity to get that all down into writing and give us your responses so we can make matching. That's really wonderful for you. And as I explained, even if you already have your pair, these are really wonderful questions to help frame your partnership that you already have going. So please still fill out the survey. And you'll have um, a little bit over, a little bit under, hmm, under one week, <laughs> September 21st. So Monday is the deadline for filling that out. And really, it's best just to fill it out right after this call while it's all fresh. Um, yep. And after that, we'll be doing matching for the rest of the month of September, just behind the scenes, making sure that everybody has a partner. And then you'll also get your liaison. And your liaison will connect with you. And really, this beginning time with your partner is when you'll probably be the most connected with your liaison because they'll help you go through our materials that we've set up to help partnerships really succeed. Um, your partnerships will start in October once you're matched up. So at the very beginning of October, you can start. You can expect to be matched up, have a liaison, and ready to go. And the first thing that we're going to ask you to do together is to fill out a partner template agreement. And that's something that um, Flip and Sean have been working on along with feedback from the whole team. And what that is is, is just some further orientation, and it's a really open container for you and your partner to decide things like how often are we going to meet, get some dates down in the calendar, you know, are there any goals that you already have formulated that you know you want to focus on? It, 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 it's an open space for you to for, for you to narrow down together exactly what you want to work on. Um, and I really want to emphasize with this template agreement that your goals may change over time. So we're not asking that you come in necessarily knowing, oh, this is exactly the outcome that I want. Think broadly, what's the outcome that you want that will allow for your specific goals to change? Because as wonderfully specific as our matching can be, we don't know the unique, weird points of connection that you're actually going to have with your partner. And it might be that the gift that they have to give to you isn't the one that you expected. So really coming into this, knowing that you're going to come with a listening ear to discover what are the gifts that we're here to share together. I think that's a really important question. What are the gifts that we're here to share together? It's unique, and it's that uh, you don't know until you're together. Um, and you're also going to decide things like how do you want to be meeting on the phone, in person. You can uh, do phone calls where you're sort of doing this mutual mentoring. You can also do shadowing of each other. If you're both local to each other, you can shadow each other in your work and provide feedback for each other. That's another wonderful option for these partnerships. Um, the other piece in the timeline is that midway through this whole program, and you'll decide with your partner when, but you're going to check in at least once on how it's going. And it doesn't mean how are you going in terms of your leadership goals. It means how is this relationship going? How are we relating to each other? How is it feeling? And we really invite vulnerability and openness in that. If you want your liaison to come support that conversation, they'll be equipped with wonderful questions to help you really get deep into that. And it's a real opportunity to just go uh, really, really redefine the amount of vulnerability and authenticity we get to bring into our leadership conversation. It'll be a midpoint check-in. 
And, 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 and that'll be it. And we'll be wrapping up our formal holding December, and you're welcome to continue connecting with your partner. A little bit more on how we do our matching. Um, and if you have more questions about this, then I, of course, welcome them. So our matching comes from, for one thing, everyone on this call has some previous experience with Barrett Kohler Foundation. And that's a new thing we decided to do this year, really realizing that uh, we want to build on a community that's already existing and make sure that everybody is coming in um, able to, to participate fully, understanding our orientation towards leadership and already having potentially some interest in different partnerships. So um, we match just from what we already know about you, just from our gut instinct, and I won't lie, I love gut instinct going on there. We match based on your surveys, which we'll be sending right after this call. And we also match on what your requests are. So if you if you have met somebody and you know you want to connect with them and they met you and they happen to feel the same way, then please let us know. We'll prioritize that. We can't guarantee any matches, um, but we want to know if there's mutual interest. We want to prioritize that for sure. Um, Let's see, anything else about that? So, and then the other little piece you added, but the liaison, I think that um, Stacy spoke really well to the role of the liaison, which is basically they're there for you. They'll explain the partner template agreement, uh, the agreement template, and um, we'll just help make that initial connection. And also, they'll be your point person back to the BK Foundation. And I think as Stacy also pointed to, you'll probably at one point ask, are we doing this right? And your liaison will be there to say, Yes, because <laughs> whatever you're doing is doing it right, as long as you're approaching it with a mind frame of learning and whatever you experience is exactly the learning that, um, that you've invited in from this experience. So your liaison will be, help there to, will be there to help you frame that learning and make sure that you are continuously receiving from the program because everything that you're engaged in together and as an individual is a part of that learning. Uh, and I believe that's actually all I have in terms of the overall timeline. We'll have some Q&A time after this for any questions, and you'll be, again, receiving that survey directly after this call. Um, and matching begins, begins right away to, to jump off in October. So that's all I've got with logistics, and then I'll hand it over to folks to manage our Q&A. So the Q&A time, um, this is really a good time to do that hand raising, so you can press star 8 to let us know that you want to talk um, or, or, or write into the chat section also if you, if you want to let us know that you want to talk. And if you have any questions about logistics, um, the team will be here to answer your questions. Logistics or content or, or any sort of any, any question, even the weird ones. If, you're, if you have a question, I guarantee someone else has that same question. So Cliff, I'll hand it over to you since I take you off of mute. Okay. So um, we're not... We're not uh, artificially divided here into Q's and A's. Um, you may have Q's and A's, um, both one or the other, neither. So um, if you think you can answer a question or add some value to another person's uh, answer, then please uh, signify that you want to testify. So uh, who has a question? And, and give us your name when, you're, when you come in. Hmm. 
Let's share. Are people trying out this um, star eight? Cliff, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. All right. It looks like star up next in queue. All right. I think I see. All right. We have a queue. All right. Who's there? Hi, everyone. This is Kim. I know that the design, I, I think, for the experiential exchange is to match young leaders with experienced leaders. Um, and I don't know how many young leaders are on this call or are involved in the exchange, um, but I get the sense that it's fewer than the experienced uh, leaders. So will some of us maybe not be matched? I can speak to that. Um, we've got the numbers aren't totally, totally clear yet. However, there are more inexperienced, inexperienced, terrible expression, more young leaders um, who are not able to make the call than experienced leaders. So um, the numbers will probably work out, and what we'll probably move around is the number of liaisons that are participating, both as liaisons and as participants. Um, and in and that's part of also we want to ask if folks are interested in matching with either someone who's younger or older because it is a spectrum and not everybody actually fits squarely into one camp or another. So knowing your flexibility there will be helpful. You're also always welcome to participate in more than one cohort so you can have different experiences over time. But everyone who is not always liaison um, who is participating will be prioritized in, in matching up. Thank you. Okay. Hey, this is Fernanda. Um, my question, I guess, is we just had the the question about young leaders versus older leaders. Um, and wondering, I'm wondering what people that are older than me are wanting to learn. I'm 27. Well, that's like a question for the group. Um, so maybe I'll unmute all of us, and if somebody has a response to that, you can offer. What's something that you would want to learn? Uh, I'd like to take a shot uh, at answering that question. Um, somebody's phone is acting up. Yeah, it's true. Sean, what number? What what's your uh, title over here? Uh, you're asking. Do you know Sean. who name is? Yeah, if you're able to guess one, so I can I can mute everyone except for you. Speaking, please mute yourself. Star six. Uh, All right. Hey, Sean, are you still there? Well, Sean's on, yeah, but I wasn't speaking. Oh, I was speaking? Oh, I thought that was your voice. Who was that? 
Yeah, that was me. It was me, Flip. Oh, all right, please go ahead. Yep. Uh, yeah, Brett Ann. Um, you know, I my chronological age is 62, so um, you know that's what those numbers say. But um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like um, being a musician. You want to be open to the new sounds and the new beats and the new uh, lyrics. Um, because otherwise you just kind of get frozen in time. Um, I want to learn about, um, my experience is that uh, people between, I would say, 22 and 36, just to put a, a bookends around it, I'm, I am totally amazed at how much more they have their compost together than I did during those uh, same ages. So I'm interested in learning um, how are folks, you know, in that age range, how are they experiencing the world? How are they making their way through it? How are they dealing with considerable, you know, negative possibilities of the future with optimism and energy? Um, there's a lot that I want to learn. So that would be my answer. Um, can you hear me? This is Kathy. Yes. I am uh, a senior uh, learner and knower, and I am over 65. I'm closer to 70. And my interest is um, as I watch younger leaders work in the field, they navigate social media. They uh, have wonderful ways of speaking and creating uh, energy and knowledge. And I'd like to join in that and go along. Um, I certainly, you know, own what I know, but I'm very clear that if I'm a lifelong learner, I can definitely learn from anyone on the call and in any and many places. So I'm very interested in how an intergenerational learning experience would enhance my understanding of the internet, of social media, of the needs and experiences of people younger than me. Um, I like to think that I'm relevant, but I'm very clear that there's so much out there that has come along since, you know, since I finished school, since I raised my children. So I'd really like to be that wise uh, mother, grandmother, but also that person who is Auntie Maine and going along, <laughs> going along and learning as I go. Thank you, Kathy. I'm going to open up to the next question. Thank you so much, Brian, for that question. Fabulous question. Thanks. We should have our next in queue. Which is Paul. Paul, did you have a question? Well, I didn't have a question, but I, I just wanted to add actually something quickly to um, the last question um, briefly. I have to say that um, the older I get, 
um, the more I realize that um, what I know or what I think I know is at best a very, very, very tiny part of whatever is the big picture. And one incredible um, resource for confirming that and, and for, for actually celebrating it is um, um, being turned on to people who are different from me, including people who are younger than I am. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful way for checking my perspective and expanding um, my perspective. Um, that's what I want to learn. Great. Okay, Stacy. Hi, Annie Rose, it's Stacy. And I alluded earlier that I learned a lot about what I'd want out of a partnership, and I'm I'm just about to be 58. So, and I've been out there. I've published two best-selling books and have had a lot of experiences. What I want out of the exchange is energy, new experiences, people who are creating. Uh, I don't want to say this. Creating inroads that are improving the world in ways that weren't available to me when I was their age, if they're younger than me. And so I'm looking forward to having a, an infusion, if you will, of energy and creativity and excitement. That's what I would like out of my partnership. Thank you. Any voices from maybe some of the younger leaders about, um, in, in the face of all that, I'd love to hear some voices out loud sharing of of what you, why, you know, what is your, I would even say, yearning for connecting with somebody from an older generation? Or any other questions? I'm not getting any requests for questions at this point. There we go. Jennifer? Hey, guys, this is Jen. Um, I think my um, my interest in learning from anyone, uh, you know, whether they identify as older, younger, emerging, experienced, whatever, is um, just a fascination with the seasons of life that we all kind of walk through. Um, sometimes those align with um, literal chronological ages. Sometimes they don't. Um, but I appreciate the, um, the breadth of experience that could be available in talking to someone who's at just simply a different season of their life, whatever that may mean, um, whether that's related to age or, or not. And so um, I think that that is um, that's something pretty special that is up front and center with this um, opportunity. So when I think about what I would hope to receive and or give um, in these types of um, exchanges, um, just kind of an exploration of seasons of life is part of that. So I just thought I would add that into the mix. Great. Thank you, Jen. Any other questions about logistics or, or how, how this is going to work? Um, or if you just want to share something that came up for you during that visualization as well, we've got a few more minutes here before we can close. Or we can always close early. I think I'll share that for me. Um, 
I think there, I wasn't able to notice how I truly am a leader until I connected with somebody at a very different age than I am. I have been a leader so often in my own peer group. Uh, as I said, I grew up going to youth movement, summer camp, and all these things, and doing social justice activist work, which oftentimes um, people burn out from the kind of grassroots organizing I was doing by the time they're 40 um, because of the nature of the, of, of the work. And connecting with somebody and being able to see that blending um, my centering of my emotions and my leadership. You know, I'm very vulnerable. I am transparent about what's going on, and I share his data in the conversation. And in my partnership uh, during the last cohort, I got a lot of reflection, and that was actually my leadership. And that was great. I didn't have to uh, put on a hat, which is called leader hat, in order to actually be doing my work. But in fact, my body and my emotions were helping guide me and were a true compass for me. And that's what I've just been sort of doing intuitively. So by partnering with somebody uh, who's quite different than I am, they were able to sort of lift myself up and show me myself. And I think that's a big part of what I have gotten out of these relationships. Um, There's specific skills I've gotten around planning and uh, how to serve on a board and, uh, and other things as well. But a lot of what I've gotten is really a mirror to myself. Um, a mirror that I can really trust is from somebody who isn't just already exactly, you know, like me in many ways. And so that, that's something I've really appreciated is that reflection piece. And also the opportunity to really see how much I have to offer um, to people of all ages. So I don't hold back my wisdom when I think it's not appropriate for some reason or that I need to second guess it, um, but that actually is relevant and useful for, for everybody. That's been a big learning for me. Last call for questions about the logistics, liaison, how the matching survey works, template. You also have time to, you know, ask any of your questions to your liaison once once you're matched up. Um, so not the last opportunity. Okay, see Stacy's back on and then we've got Kelly after that. So this is Stacy, and I'd be curious to know what was most valuable for everyone. Like, if you don't have a question, hopefully that means that we answered everyone you came to the call with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd be curious to know what people found to be most valuable out of participating, because an hour and a half is a lot of time out of someone's day. And if it wasn't valuable, then I'd want to know that too. So, Annie Rose, can we put that question out to the group? We can. I also have it on the survey that everyone's going to be getting. So we'll get to hear from everybody there. It's a brief question on how useful was this call. Um, let's move to that question. Let's first hear from Kelly, just if she's definitely about the program. And then, yes, I definitely invite just reflections on how this call itself was. So first, though, let's hear from Kelly. Um, hi, everyone. I hope you can hear me better this time. Um, I'm, I am... Um, change the configuration of my phone. Um, I guess I just wanted to, to say something about um, what I'm hoping to, to, um, to get out of this. I'm, I feel like I'm kind of at an in-between um, what the ages would be for um, an emerging and kind of experienced leader. I'm 39 years old and um, 
at this point it's it's become very clear to me that in that I seek um deeper that that my work cannot just be something that i that I do um without putting my heart into it and um i I do seek deeper meaning I can't just do a job that doesn't resonate with something um something deeper and i'm I'm working through in my life the implications of this um and um and just kind of seeking guidance and mentorship and like any rose was saying like um like a mirror to kind of show me myself and to to lift me up. I really appreciated that so um this also someone to guide me in um and summoning patience for what is becoming in my life so um so so yeah i just wanted to to put that out there um so thank you thank you kelly it's great to hear your voice clearly (laughs) okay thank you we just got a few more minutes here, so if there's any reflections on this call, please share, and please share on the on the survey briefly as well. But um, you know, did anything really stick out for you as as uh, guiding you towards towards what this is about? This is Ann Matranga. Is that okay? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, and I, it was in many, many interesting areas, but I think what jumped out most at me was when it was hearing Kathy say that she was a similar age to me and a grandparent and that she had an Auntie Mame side. I'm not sure if all of you know what that meant, but it's something that we read about a woman who um, kind of wanted to speak out in a, in a way that not everybody was used to. Um, and that wanted to be part of a younger generation as well as her own. And I think that's uh, what I'm doing here, too, and Mm -hmm. wanting to join my uh, grandchildren and leave them some kind of really fun legacy. It it includes fun. I guess that's what I wanted to say. And Mm -hmm. when she said Auntie Mame, I thought of fun, that this is besides the good things that one may be able to offer from our various backgrounds, that there's fun to be had and new kinds of generational communica- intergenerational communication to enjoy. That's it. Thank you so much, Anne. Yes, that's fun. That's another one. You know, there's listening, learning, improvisation, and fun. That's another one of the key qualities. I should have added that. <laughs> It's time for one last comment. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Um, Thank you for carving out a big chunk of your Tuesday with us and really taking the time to orient and ground in this process. It's not the most common way of getting together saying actually this is an open template and an open field for you to go get real with someone who you may or may not know deeply. So, um, you know, I really appreciate the time spent to share together and to vision together. You'll all be getting a survey in your inbox um, 
probably about 10 minutes, <laughs> and I recommend that you fill it out right away, you know, while it's all fresh, but if that's not possible, as soon as you can. We'll be also um, hearing a bit from some of the folks who couldn't make it. They'll, they'll get a recording of this call, and we'll be able to um, participate that way. And a big shout out to the Experiential Exchange team, Stacey and Flip, for underwriting or uh, bottom-lining this orientation call. Paul, long-term member of this team. Um, Sean, about working on the agreement template. And Jen, jumping right into creating the survey that you're all about to get. Thank you so much. Um, and, uh, and, you know, as you know, Beacon Foundation has a lot of exciting things coming up. We've got a leadership exchange, so one of our in-person events coming up on the East Coast on October 15th. And Kathy's involved in that. You can find out more about that on our website. We also have our, October, sorry, our Oakland Leadership Exchange on January 9th this year, which is a great way to meet more people to connect with. So we'll see you in person soon. We'll also be planning some uh, informal get-togethers for participants over the course of the next few months. So look out for that. But this is a big thank you for everybody. And I'm going to unmute everybody now. And we also want to say a big, you know, thank you and goodbye for reweaving the generational fabric of our culture and leadership learning together. Thank you, Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, thank you. Bye. Take care. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.